Oh, man, it's the Cardiff Cortez. I don't know. Oh, man, we got a one and only Bishop Joseph Walker, the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee, and the presiding bishop of full gospel. Bishop Walker, good morning. Good morning, Ricky, and good morning to everybody. What a powerful song that is. Don't know. And you know, the reality is, is that our stories are constantly being written. The fact is, is that we need every season, every experience in order for our complete story to be told. Some people give up on us in the wrong chapters because they think that we'll never come out of something. But the fact is, God allowed that chapter to release those people because they were not qualified to handle when God turned it around. What you got to do is remember, no matter what you're going through, it's only a test. And a test is a prelude to a testimony. God doesn't want you to end up being a test of phony or a test of liar. He's giving you the test so that when you open up your mouth, your experiences can be authentic. Check this out. People assume that you ain't been through nothing because you keep your head up and you smile. But remind them, just because I carry it well doesn't mean it wasn't heavy. The fact is, is that without your story, there'll be no glory. And the fact is, don't hate on my glory if you don't know my story. I thank God mm. for everything I've been through because that's what made me who I am. That's why I give him glory, and that's why I give him praise. Thank you for the test, because the test Man. made my testimony. Absolutely. That's a good word, Bishop Walker. And if anybody want to follow you, let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, I want you right now to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. That's Joseph Walker 3. And let me know you were listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. There it is, Bishop Walker, the one and only. Hey, Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee. All right, man. Love you, man. Good word this morning. Love you too, sir. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, John Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, y'all got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. A suspect is in custody after a shooting at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill on Monday afternoon. Left a faculty member dead and prompted students and others to shelter in place for hours. School officials say shots were fired around 1.02 p.m. And a suspect was taken into custody shortly after 2.30 p.m. Now the names of the faculty member and the suspect were not immediately released and police are still determining a motive. In other news, tropical storm Idalia is expected to intensify to a Category 3 hurricane over the coming hours before it makes landfall in Florida on Wednesday morning near the coast, stretching from Tampa to just south of Tallahassee. Now, the storm is expected to dump four to eight inches of rain from Tuesday into into Thursday across parts of the west coast of Florida. Lastly, Ricky, New York to London in 90 minutes. It could be possible. Uh, NASA is exploring the potential of a supersonic passenger jet, which could theoretically travel at four times the speed of light. I'm Maria Moore, and those are a few of the, uh, today's headlines. I don't know if y'all going to get on that plane. Uh, not me. No, sir. Yeah. For more news, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, tennis superstar Coco Golf wins her first match at the U.S. Open. Her opponent was trying to use stall tactics to frustrate Coco, and it almost worked for the upset. But Coco stayed patient. She stayed focused on her game and got back in and won the match. Today is a very tense day in the NFL because all teams are required to narrow their rosters down to 53 players, meaning lots of players about to get cut 
or sign to the practice squad, man. So uh, all fans out there with your teams, get ready. I know you're on the edge of your seats. Last but not least, man, an Atlanta area high school football coach, Rick Dog, was arrested after punching one of his high school players in the stomach on the sideline during a game. It was caught on video. Y'all might have seen it. Um, he will be charged with simple battery. And, of course, he lost his job and all that kind of good stuff. I watched the video. It was a little old jab to the stomach. He was trying to get him, you know, correct the mistake. Toughen up and to do his job. Man. Yeah, I mean, Damn. it wasn't, I don't know about being arrested, but, I mean, it was a little old jab to the gut. But, dog, man, come on. We been we was body slammed back in the day. I'm telling <laughs> I mean, you. It's like, come can't on. can't do nothing but make you tough, man. Can't do nothing. Can't do nothing, dog. It'll be okay, Charlie. All right, that's all my. I got my sports. What's Give up, me here? my trophy and take him to Burger King. Yeah, get him a little ice cream cone. <laughs> Go ahead, Gary, man. All right, y'all. We were saying a couple of years ago, let's hear it for the boys. Well, now, honey, that has changed. Now they're saying let's hear it for the girls, honey, or more appropriately, the savvy, trailblazing, powerhouse business women, y'all, who have dominated the entertainment, entertainment world this summer. Now, they're calling it Billion Girls Summer. Now, according to NPR, they're saying that the outlet creators Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and the Barbie director, Ms. Greta Gerwig, honey, for leading a billion-dollar pop cultural revival thanks to the mega tour success of the two singers and the boxers office domination for the filmmaker now they're saying that these three have transcended Ricky their own previous triumphs and reached their unprecedented new heights now they say it goes beyond the individual bottom lines which are impressive in each case to how the tours and the film boasted local economies across the United States so people largely women y'all are spending money on to go to these events and soak in y'all the empowering messages from each one that puts out now they're also saying that these girls are dropping big dollars on new outfits hotel rooms meals and flights among other things y'all to make it an experience and one enjoyed with female powered friend groups are multiple generations of families. Isn't that nice? Because a lot of people, I, told, I saw and heard a lot of people, they was buying new outfits just to go see Beyonce when she was in town, honey. So the, the girls are doing it. I'll be glad when the boys make a comeback and I guess maybe they need to stop doing some of the things they do and, and, and get it together. But congratulations to the girls, honey. All right. The color of the day is one of my favorite colors. My color of the day y'all, is dark slate. On the high end, you say dark slate, and on the low end, you say beautiful gray. That's your color for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Cardi B teasing that new album. Wait till I tell you what's happening up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot Right time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brett Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Cardi B teased that new album, Wait Till I Tell You What's Happening. 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 Wait Till I
in a minute. All, everything she do is like a collaboration. I mean, they bomb. They be sounding good, but we do want to hear her come on and drop something solo because we love Cardi B. All right, y'all, moving on. British singer Elton John is recovering after taking a fall at his home in Nice. Is it Nice? In Nice, France. According to reports, Elton John spent the night in the hospital following a slip at his villa. The 76-year-old musician was then taken to the hospital in Monaco where he was kept overnight for observation. Now, he was treated for minor injuries and discharged last night. So we're going to keep Elton John in our prayers um, because we don't want nobody falling and hurting themselves, especially now him. We need to bubble wrap him. We love him. I all right, y'all, we, we um, Oh, my God, we love him. His music is genius. We love him for years. I listen to it all the time, Brad, especially uh, I think my favorite is Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yellow Brick I Road, love Benny, Benny and the Jets. Jets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> funeral for a friend. I can name all of them. I go to his concerts. I'm, I'm yes. a huge fan. That's what's up. All right, well, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note, Ricky. But coming, oh, Rati, what we got going on? Man, this man found out the hard way why he should not call the cops. Details next on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. What's up, big dog, man? I don't know if there's a drug dealing for dummies book, but uh, this should definitely be in it, man. So we got a 46-year-old alleged drug dealer in Pennsylvania named Alan Phelan, who was arrested on Friday. And the person who tipped him off was Alan Phelan. The police say Allen called him to his apartment. He said someone broke into his place by smashing the window. When the cops got there, they couldn't find any evidence that someone actually got in. So they asked him if anything was missing. So he let the police come inside and look around. The problem was Allen's drugs and paraphernalia was all around in plain sight. They found fentanyl, meth, marijuana, prescriptions made, uh, all that kind of stuff that he didn't even have prescriptions for. And they were also baggies and glass vials laying around. So Allen's facing a slew of charges for possession with intent to deliver. So, so he called the police for, for what? Well, he was calling. He said somebody broke into his, his apartment. But obviously, he's a drug dealer that was doing some of his own drugs. Because he, he, yeah, he, he, he was a starter drug dealer. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll be damned. So he and then he took all the little product he had. He was going to make some money off of the whole nine, all that stuff. He, was he, doing didn't, he didn't use it and tested it out and got paranoid and called the police. Not even <laughs> took his drugs and his ass. And he's going to lose the apartment because he's going to be able to pay the rent. Yes, sir. You just dumb. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dog. You dumb just as hell. dumb. <laughs> what you think he was smoking, Kay? Man, well, it looked like he had tested out the little uh, the pills and the and the uh, meth first. I think yeah. that's your. You got to save the meth for last. Whenever you getting high, you got to. <laughs> I think you got to save because that meth gonna make you do some things that you, that you ain't you know. Yes, you ain't, uh, ain't quite thinking right. All the meth heads out there, the two fairy ain't getting you nothing for those two. <laughs> I hope he was saying that for himself because he got to explain something about that boy. Yeah, you see no meth here putting them teeth that be coming out up under the pillow. Yeah. You ain't getting nothing for that. <laughs> you a note saying congratulations. <laughs> Daddy, I appreciate that. Roxy Morrick is the morning show coming up. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby.
Gary Hafferty and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Azalea Banks, honey. This girl is going off on Beyonce, y'all, after she decided not to attend, y'all, that Renaissance tour. Now, she said it started all off, y'all, with, um, you know, Azalea, she shared a video. They're telling her excitement, honey, about seeing Beyonce live for the first time. You know, she said this would be the first time that I see Bianca, that's what she called the Bianca, live. And when I tell you she did the Rolos pinches um, and all this other stuff, honey, how excited she was about it. Well, people came back and asked her, how was the concert? How did she enjoy the show? And honey, Miss Banks said, I, <clears throat> she said, I stayed home, honey. She said, I decided, honey, I didn't want to see Giselle and Blue Ivy's cabaret. She said, I wasn't leaving the comfort of my mansion to hear her sing Mary J. Blige covers and literally watch the same show that I could watch on Instagram. In a big way, she said, I kind of got over that last night. She said, for a woman who's done so much nasty stuff behind the scenes, honey, to stifle other black female artists, yet still is too afraid to come at Adele, honey, for messing on her um, um little lemonade stunt and um, tearing a Grammy in half while, honey, she's in front row pregnant. She said, laughing my butt off, honey. Huh? She said, literally, she begs people like Dixie Chicks, Shakira, and Adele, honey, for collabs, but doesn't pay the legend, the legion of black women, y'all, who pin her song. She said, and, honey, I had a second thought about how tasteless it was for her to have the legendary Kevin Jay-Z prodigy sweating her wig out and performing from the pit. She said, no, Giselle, honey, you thought you went hard? She said, you need to go harder, unquote. Oh, well, who is Giselle? Man. I mean, baby, Azalea uh, uh, Bank, what has she done? Is she a, a singer? Because I still don't know what this girl does, honey. <laughs> but she says she a rapper. Oh, she a rapper? Yeah, she a rapper. Oh, my God, honey. Well, Miss Bank. You know, it's a shame because I like some of her music. She got she has a track called Chasing Time that's just, so, like, so dope. Really? But she's just always in the mix, you know. Doing that witchcraft stuff, she sacrificed one of her cats, and she's just weird. Really? Well, she needs to stop to the beehive. Go definitely get her, cause honey, I mean, Miss Banks, and I know she's been out there, but she said she didn't go see um, Beyonce, so I feel bad for, cause she missed a great show, even though I didn't get a chance to make it. But from what I heard, honey, it was a great show. So, Azalea, hush. All right, moving on. And other celebrity news, y'all. Oh, my God, y'all. You remember earlier this month when Jamie Foxx, y'all, was supposed to apologize, y'all, after going off on a, quote, fake friend in a message perceived to be anti-Semitic? Well, y'all, they said Jamie's fake friend has been revealed. Now, Rick, I don't know if y'all know this guy, but sources close to the situation said that Jamie Foxx's controversial non-deleted Instagram post, honey, was perceived as anti-Semitic, um, was indirectly aimed at director Dion Taylor. Do y'all know who Dion Taylor is? No. He is an African He's a black man. They're saying, honey, yes, Lord, they're saying um, after a, um, a Zoom call surfaced um, showcasing Dion belittling Jamie's business acumen, they're saying Fox evidently, honey, IRA took y'all, he took it to the stage, honey, and took it to wherever he was going to take it and put it out there and, um, uh, and, and, put this guy out there and stuff, y'all. They're saying, honey, that Fox um, was irate and took it to Instagram, you know, to vent his feelings. Now, they're saying why his intentions was to address personal betrayal. They say uh, unfortunately came across as a generalization, landing him in some hot water. So, you know, they made him apologize. Um, the, the Jewish people said, you better apologize or you'll be doing the, um, who's the other person that went on the tour and had to apologize? Um, Nick Cannon. The Nick Cannon tour, honey. So they said, honey, Jamie went on ahead and did what he did. Some people saying Jamie needs to go sit down. So I don't know, but whatever's going on with him and Deion Taylor, honey, hopefully and prayerfully, you know, Ricky, they get it together because they're two African-American men, and I'm sure they probably work together in a situation that, you know, 
They got to do what they got to do, but you got to watch what you say, honey, with these people. And in my quick for free story, y'all lost the pivots is making it very obvious and clear that Michael Jordan probably will not attend she and Marcus wedding. She said she don't think they're going to come to him office one either, honey. So hopefully oh, they really? get married and be happy. Yeah, she said she don't think they're going to come, honey. You know, Michael Jordan ain't going, you don't think? They say Miss Juanita may not be going either. You know, Miss Juanita, she got her, what, almost $200 million. This girl, honey, is just faded to black. She said, I don't care what y'all do and what you do, she said, but, you know, she's doing her thing. So congratulations out to her. But she should go to her son's wedding, though. And uh, Michael should go to his son's wedding, you know. I think that's his only son. Scottie right Pippen on. got the, Oh, no, Scottie Pippen ain't, probably definitely ain't going. Oh, no. But maybe Scottie Pippen got uh, kids, maybe. I don't know. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's like three that's too kids. familiar. That's just too familiar. You think? Yeah, because the Scottie Pippen kids go, and they grew up as Michael Jordan as an uncle. And then yeah. now uh, a cousin that y'all used to play with is marrying your mom. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a little odd. Uh, man at the altar and your mama used to get him cereal in the morning. Oh, Lord. That is interesting, Lord. But, I don't know. but sometimes, isn't it better to keep it, keep it closer, though? At least you know the person. Is, is that not a good thing? Mm, is no. it keep your friends close and your enemies closer? Mm-hmm. That ain't no different from Jermaine Jackson marrying his brother's wife. I don't yes. know something about that. It just, it feels, it, it's, it's nasty. I, I don't know. It's just nasty. Yeah, I guess. He married Randy's wife. It's sad. Oh my! And who, what makes your your cousins? Y'all cousins, brothers? Y'all kind of play cousins because y'all grew up right. together. And now y'all y'all to go in there and sit down when when he was one on punishment with you back in the day. Now he get to go tell you to go sit down. <laughs> Yo, daddy, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the color today, y'all, is dark slate. On the high end, you say dark slate, and on the low end, you say gray. That's your color for the day. Oh, that's a lot. That is a lot. Y'all, y'all give it up to Gary with the T. Yeah. Lottie Dell, and I'm calling to wake Black Tony up. Get to work, Black Tony. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, Jimmy, I'm calling from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I want to wake up my baby, Lisa Ray. What up, Brad? Uh-uh. All right, how you doing? This is Paris from SAV. Hopefully, y'all getting up and doing what y'all need to make your money. Yeah, make your money. Hello, this is Oliver from Swabberg. I want to watch all the schools. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. This is Marcella. I want to give a shout-out to Rashad Rich and... Baby on Dupree, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's a whole gang of city tuned in, lock in. What's yours? Cause we gon' let them know. Let them know then. Wish me, wake up. And I wake up. Hey, Tay, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Man, so y'all know that uh, y'all favorite president, as he likes to say it, uh, the orange menace, Donald Trump, was arrested and uh, sent to uh, Fulton County Jail last week. But (laughs) boy, when I tell you he was in and out of that thing fast. Right. Just to let y'all know that privilege still exists in America. There's only 10 things that happen faster than Donald Trump. Being in and out <laughs> of the Fulton County Jail. 
<laughs> Just in case y'all didn't know, it privilege is still a thing. <laughs> Number 10, ASAP Rocky making the decision to get Rihanna pregnant twice. <laughs> didn't take Yeah, that was quick. Oh, yeah, he ain't waste no time on that one. I think he got her pregnant again while she was still in the delivery room from the first baby. Damn. <laughs> Number nine. Ice Cube deleting Ricky Smiley scenes from All About the Bench. <laughs> that was a very, quick. very quick decision. It didn't they, take moved, they moved on they that said, one. Which one we gonna cut? This one right here. Uh, <laughs> number eight. Ricky sending Gary to pick out furniture sets for a chick that he broke up with. Gary, take this card. And, room, and rooms are gonna be having stuff in stock. You can't go. Can't do oh, yeah, that's right, You got yeah. to order it. But if you want to oh, want yeah. to get right out, you have to go to one of them little furniture stores off of uh, what's the street called? Mm, Harry Hines. Yeah. <laughs> and speak. Hey, and speaking of Gary, here's a, here's another thing that happened pretty fast. Number seven, all of Gary with the T's romantic relationships. <laughs> they ain't going nowhere. Them came and went real fast. <laughs> here's number six, the thing that, that took that happened faster than Trump being released. The brat changing her mind about not liking me again. <laughs> we, was good. we was good for about 72 hours after three years. Yeah. We was good for about three days. And then she said, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's I who I thought he was. No, no, I no, think, no, no. I think with the outfit in Cincinnati, you woke. Yeah. Yes. She said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Number five, the amount of time that people actually laugh at a rock tea joke of the day. Uh, <laughs> woo, quick. Real fast. Yeah. It just it'd be a breath. It'll get a chuckle. It's up. <laughs> Number four. This is the, another thing that happened faster than Trump being released. Ricky Smiley's sitcom being canceled. <laughs> uh, which one? <laughs> the one. Hey, girl, they, had three. A, they had an empire stand, uh, umpire stand right there. You're out of here. <laughs> yeah, <that's> like... <laughs> oh, oh, we got a theme going here. Number three. Ricky Smiley scenes in the movie First Sunday. That was awesome. Really. <laughs> Those girls were on the quick. floor. But it <laughs> was, was good. Quick. Was just hey, quick. I had to, I had something else to do. Yeah, 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 all day. yeah, he had yeah, something else did. to do. Uh, uh, okay, I can't leave myself out of this. The number two thing that happened faster than Trump being released, Special K being denied that apartment application in Dallas. <laughs> that also <laughs> didn't take and, them and You know, I thought about that this morning when I pulled up because I saw moving trucks out there. Everybody moving in, smiling, excited. <laughs> the fact mm-hmm. that you got denied. <laughs> Him, I mean, boy, they denied my application before I walked out the office. They threw it boy, at that, me. I don't know why they bought me so much joint. <laughs> like, I, must not even, I said, y'all didn't even send it to the people. They just balled it up and threw uh-uh. it at me. Said, no. They looked at you. They said, no. They said, no, you will not and be the last thing that was quicker, when you got your ass off stage that night at Uptown, Earthquake talked oh. about that yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, I heard about yeah. that too. Yeah, they Y'all said that was the quickest. People, it was 22 years ago. They said that was the quickest guest spot ever. <laughs> Y'all, 22 years ago. They said because and of you, the, that club is now closed. <laughs> and the number one thing that happened faster than, faster than Donald Trump being released from jail, the time that it took all them black people to whoop them white people ass on that Montgomery <laughs> boat dock. I'm talking about they went. Soon as that boat hit that dock, they was off that boat. Soon as that hat went up in and the they air, they didn't walk over there. They skipped. They skipped when they when they when black people skipped to you and pulling their pants up at the same time. You can get your ass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all give it up a special K. More Ricky Smiley. Uh, what up, Blank Tony? What's up? What's up? Hey, Simon. Michael Jackson's birthday, bro. 
I mean, shout out, I know Mike Jackson was big and all that, but I don't even care right now. Shout out, I think these folks got worn out on me. So that one ain't called to, that one ain't kind of worried today. I think these folks going to try to have a sheriff, uh, sheriff department down there trying to pick me up. Yeah, they, if the sheriff going to pick lie, you up, they probably I'm not going to come down there and get arrested. Yeah, but wouldn't the sheriff pick you up at home, the fact that you call in sick every day? Shout out, I'm ain't at home. I'm I'm, I'm over my girl. I'm over one of my, one of my little chick house. Cause I think them folks looking for me, man. Cause some uh, me and all me and Derry did the weekend. I ain't even know no crying, dude. What? I'm so squished out right now. What me and Derry, what, what y'all do? Shadow, we tried to hit a nice little lick Saturday night, man. These folks that called me, tell me they want to get. Tell me how much, how much, tell me how much it cost you to get uh, uh, Brent and Jalan to do a party for them. It was an 80th birthday party in Macon. And I said, well, you know, I said, well, you know what I'm saying? And me and Darren, was, we were together. And I said, look, boy, I said, we can do the hit right quick. Boy, you dress up like John Lyon. I'm going to dress up like the bread. <laughs> Deep up, Eddie. Wait, wait, wait man, dress up like John Lyon and somebody else dress up like who? The bread. Darren dressed up like John Lyon. He put the long wig, the long dread wig thing on. And I dressed yeah. up like bread. <laughs> and what is y'all rap? We we huh? What, what, what happened? We shot it. We wanted to do the party, shout and everything was good. They he was he was he had been practicing saying Jalen Stone, Jalen Stone, and he just kept on saying Jalen Stone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was playing he and he was playing the music off his phone. They thought he was DJ, but he was really playing the music <laughs> off his phone. Look, shout it then he messed up. His old dumb ain't gonna mess up when I get up there to do the brat rap. And I said, boy, you got to play the one with the words on the socket because. He gonna play the damn instrumental on front five. I don't know, I ain't know the word. But the for the minute box, I man. got you this, yo, Ricky, from the minute I got Tony this job, he been scamming people, been messing up business. Yo, my phone been blowing up all weekend long. I don't even know nothing about no show with me and Brad. I knew it was Tony. Yo, Tony, stay scamming me. Stop calling my name and stop booking shows. With my, you messing up my business, me? And I'm the one that got you this job. <laughs> hey, shout out to my man. Calm down, boy. I was finna show you some money. Yeah, I don't know me calling my name, man. You can't do that, man. Yeah. You know why I ain't going to work? You gonna probably try to fight me or something? You can't do that. Hell, you think he gonna fight you? Wait till Brad get to you. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. I ain't gonna be there tomorrow, neither, because you know I can't whoop up. <laughs> 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 All the wanna be praise dancers out there. Huh, listen up. I said you can't be a praise dancer if you used to be a stripper. I said you can't be a praise dancer if you used to be a stripper. Why don't you listen? I said you can't be a praise dancer if you used to be a stripper. I think you need to go. Sit down, cause you can't drop it like it's hot up in here. Oh, huh. she wears short dresses to check what? Because she wants the deacon to make it rain. Why don't you listen? She wears short dresses to church because she wants the deacon to make it rain. Why don't you listen to them short dresses to church because she wants the deacon Deacon. to make it rain? Come on. Sit 
comedian Rita Brent. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. All right, Rick's around the morning show. It's Gary, good morning. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, morning. to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Ricky, they're saying out with the old and in with the new, honey. They're saying that the Real Housewives of Atlanta is all but officially getting a complete makeover. Now, sources are saying, y'all, that production made the call to recast the entire show at some point during the taping of the season 15 reunion. Yes. Now, they're saying a source close to production said that Bravo is beyond thrilled, honey, with the reception of the recently rebooted Real Housewives of New York, so they're fully on board, y'all, with the production decision to recast Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, the network is also very pleased, y'all, with the upcoming season of The Real Housewives of Potomac and Married to Medicine. They're saying casting for New Fresh Peaches is already on the way, Ricky. Isn't that something? They're looking for some whole new peaches. And I mean, you know, these girls, honey, definitely, I'm sure everybody need their job and what have you and stuff, but I don't believe that the cast of Bravo is doing that. But speaking of needing their job, it is now being reported, y'all, that they're saying it's rumored that Kenya Moore may be getting fired, y'all, from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. They're saying the season finale of the Real Housewives of Atlanta aired recently, and they um, said that um, the tea surrounding the future of the cast. Now, it's being reported that MTO spoke exclusively about the ladies and their future with the legendary show, and they said it is some definite explosive tea. Now, Kenya did a sit-down with Carlos King, and honey, she had some things saying. People like, ooh, listen to what she said. You had to earn your right to be a housewife of Atlanta. It wasn't like, oh, this girl looks good. Girls are getting their contracts before they even meet us. When they do meet us and they can't keep up. Knowing what I have put into this franchise, what I have sacrificed, you should never move my seat. I think it's a message to you. I mean, the message is maybe my time on this show has been as valued as it should have been. If I'm not happy, if I don't like the way things are going, I'll just say, it's not working out. Yes, baby, Miss Morris. And move on to something bigger and better. Sometimes God got bigger and better things for you. I mean, you know, uh, I would love to see them go on and do something bigger and better. Because, you know, it it gets a little old after a while now. It does, but now Kenya is one of the highest paid on the show. She and Candy are the highest paid housewives on the show. And that's a lot of coin to walk away from and just sitting down there and doing that. Sometimes you got to take a step backwards in order yeah. to take two steps forward to something uh, bigger and, and better. Yeah. Yeah. And Kenya was. I mean, look at Portia. She's not on there no more, right? Yeah. No, she's not on there no more. She got a rich husband. And, honey, she, they got her doing some other shows. You got to get your rich husband to help that income, honey. If you got to step away from that, you know, Candy, she got a rich husband. Todd and they both rich together. Kenya got money, but I mean, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that all turns out, though, if it happens that way. But they're trying to get new people, and they're saying none of the old peaches are coming back. So they want some new, fresh girls with good purses, honey, and good shoes, I guess, to come on on, honey, and do what they need to do. So we're going to definitely follow that story and see how that all turns out. All right, in other celebrity news, y'all, Tristan Thompson, baby, they say now he's only been paying his first baby mama, that's Miss Jordan Brianna Craig. She only gets $40,000 a month in child support payment. Now they're saying they learned that she wants to get uh, make sure that those payments don't get cooked. You know, um, Tristan got a lot of babies all over the country. And baby, Miss um, Miss Craig say, honey, she needs her $40,000 a month because her son definitely got to eat and he got to do good things. But they're saying on August the 9th, honey, Miss Craig, honey, filed an abstract, listen to this, ladies, an abstract of judgment in Los Angeles. Now, that's a 
document used to create a public record in the event that the debt, in this case, the child support payment, is not honored. Now, they're saying... Um, Word on the curb is that Tristan Yahoo no longer pay. Oh, he didn't play. He don't play in the NBA no more. They say it's planning on applying to have Jordan's child support money reduced, which it shouldn't be. Now they're saying Jordan's original agreement with Tristan dates back to 2019, when they said the 32-year-old athlete was playing on the Cleveland Cavaliers, where he was earning y'all uh, annual salary of only 17.7 million dollars a year. But wow. they say things change. Now they say the basketball star has three more children by two different women um, since then, and his annual salary dropped to. 9.2 million last year and zero is going forward. But I mean, nine something is still a lot of money. So they say it's common for NBA players y'all to have these um, child support payments decrease substantially once they leave the league, honey. Now they're saying that. So it looks like, honey, Jordan is trying to lock in her child support payment. I ain't mad at her, baby. She must got a good lawyer, some good friends in her ears, honey. Girl, get your money locked in. That's only 40000 a month. I mean, hell. She could barely live in California with that kind of money. And he's no longer playing over them. But he got all those other babies. He had a baby with the doggone massage therapist, allegedly, that he haven't claimed. And then you got Chloe got her children. Good massages, God, dog. It had to be something Ooh. good. But then you know Chloe got her babies, honey. She bought one and then she had one. So, you know, honey, so, hey, let Miss Jordan get her money, baby. So lock that $40,000 in. And that was his problem, honey, if he didn't do what he needs to do, honey. That's how much you start off paying me. Like they say, the way you got me is the way you got to keep me. So, congratulations. <laughs> Hope you get money. Should have went harder in practice to give him a new contract. I think he signed with the Lakers, man. I think he's so recently he signed with the, Lakers, with the Lakers, man. I don't know if they're going to keep him, but I think he signed with them. Really? Yep. Well, that's good. I mean, but don't y'all think, though, I mean, it's fair, though. I mean, he started paying for it. Shouldn't she keep the money she you had? You should be a baby mama consultant because you really have all <laughs> of the facts, and it's so organized. I yeah. mean, the detail in the. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, that woman who worked. You get their money, $40,000 yeah. a year. I mean, a, month. a month. She yeah. should get that. I mean, here, that child got to eat, honey. That child got to. Every time you look at it, it's not a year. $40,000 a month. How much is that a year, Marie? Can you count that? Oh, that's, that's a lot. $400,000? Four hundred thousand. Oh yeah, like four hundred thousand. About plus, about four hundred eighty thousand. million. Yeah, almost a half a million a year. Yeah, so she's wow. there. Yeah, she had the first baby, Ricky. The mother was came long afterwards. She had the baby first, and he put her through, and that was a beautiful girl, Jordan Craig. So she needs her coins. So. She might be spending half that for private that school. It's not, it's not about eating, um, especially the baby got to go to school. The baby got to dress. The baby got to have transportation to get to school. Yeah, the where the baby go to Harvard? It don't matter where the baby go. The mama got to take care of the baby and stuff. Huh? She got to be mentally um, charged. Oh, up Garrett, all these, all these uh, women. Yeah, you itemize it. That's good. Yeah, but yeah, all these folks matter. out here taking care of kids with way less. Come on now. Well, they had a baby with a way less man. Yep. So this one had a baby. $72 a month. You got it, honey. Pay what you, you weigh, honey. Way so less there you man. Go. Oh, the color wow. today, honey, is one of my favorite. The color today, y'all, is dark slate. <laughs> on the high end, you say dark slate, and on the low end, you say gray. That's your color for the day. So sorry, Ricky. So they had what, Gary? Baby with a way less man. <laughs> and what is a way less man? Well, maybe he might be a sanitation worker, or he might be a worker, a fireman, or a police. Girl, honey, you got to have your baby with somebody with some unlimited coins. Oh, there you go. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh comedian. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you just, you, just, you just isolated a whole audience. <laughs> Shout out to all the sanitation workers, firemen, and police. Well, oh, right. wrong with them, oh my God. <laughs> and police. Oh, yeah. right, listen, wait a minute. <laughs> I, can't get, I can't read the script. I got tears in my eyes. 
Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all. Uh, yesterday, actor Michael Beach uh, from Lean On Me, uh, Soul Food, and other hit shows uh, was trending after a clip of an interview surface where he and his wife, Alicia, uh, talked about their, uh, you know, talked about how they invited his ex-wife to live with them. Uh, they wow. admit, oh, I'm sorry, they admit that their new normal is not everyone's normal, but it works for them. And since the pandemic, more families have decided uh, to have more uh, modern co-op living arrangements. Not only do you save money, but you get to be more active parents. Wow. Uh, let's check this clip out. In my house, my wife lives, our four children lives, and my ex-wife lives. <laughs> uh, Not normal, but it works for us and it's, very well. And it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, and if you had asked me that, you know, 15 years ago, well, uh, I'd have been like, nah. But it, it runs so smoothly, it's crazy. And when Davis hit two months, he was gone for like five and a half months. If Tracy hadn't been here, I would have died or mm-hmm. killed one of my kids. I don't know which everyone came first. Uh, and of course, not everybody's built for this type of lifestyle. Uh, could you invite your ex to live with your current family? Hit us up now, 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Uh, Rock T. Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, Special K. I could actually do it. Yeah, I could too. Because my I ex, could. my only ex is my son's mother and her and my wife are actually really good friends. We're all good friends. Right, right. Maria. I, I like my husband's ex, but I wouldn't want her to come live with us. Right. But but I, I'm with you, Special K. I could definitely, um, uh, you, you know, because the thing, I think the thing for me is we have a, a great relationship, a respectful relationship. And I wouldn't want anything to happen to my daughter's mother. You know, um, uh, um, you know, I would make sure that that whoever I'm with is secure. It would be very respectful. Sit down, have conversation, get an understanding. Uh, here's the situation until you get on your feet. And, uh, you, you know, I, I just wouldn't want to see my, my daughter's uh, or, or my son's mother uh, homeless or anything like that because, you know, you don't. You don't hate them. I don't, you, you know, nobody, I don't think nobody welcomes that situation. But if that situation, if, if, if it was a situation where they had nowhere else to go, uh, are you willing to make a, you know, make a sacrifice? Especially if you oh, got Oh, yeah, a, for sure. Yeah, in, in that situation. Yeah, that's a different situation. It depends situation. on the relationship down and out. the three of y'all have already established. Right. Right. Uh, uh, because, you, you know, you just... Uh, I want to know what y'all think. Get at me. 866-9-RICKY. 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Good morning. My name is Kim Wilson. I'm calling from Alton, Illinois. And yes, I would move an ex in and take care of them. Done it before. Uh, my name is Evie Kane. Calling from the west side of Chicago. H-E-Double Hockey Sticks. No, it wouldn't be no house, man. What is wrong with y'all? Have y'all lost y'all mind? Do you know? Are, are you serious? I'm calling from Greenville, South Carolina. And yes, I could. I actually did do it. Um, I let him and his girlfriend move in with me because they lost their place. Seanette calling from Orlando, Florida. H-E-L-L. No. What's good? This is Peanut the Kid from Cincinnati, Ohio. And um, I ain't moving my ex-baby mama, ex-wife, none of that. Can't, can't come here. Sorry. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, wow. And, and, and then, you know, the, the most important thing, it, it depends on whatever the relationship. Brett, what are your thoughts? Can't do it. Brett, ain't going to be able to do it. <laughs> ain't be able to do it. Well, is that a no? No, no, no. That's a no, 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 Oh, they look mature. Like maybe right. in their and they 50, both have yeah. four kids each for him. So I mean, he got eight kids that he's raising in that house. Mm-hmm. So you know, and and, and the, the one of the um, women was moving out of her apartment, I guess, and he was feeling sorry for. Her, so he brought her in and let them all move in together, or whatever. But in my situation, I would probably do it just as long as they don't start liking each other. If they start liking each other, then we got a problem. So you can't stay. Uh, how can you tell? Get they like each oh, other? You, oh, you could tell, honey. They got signs. People like like what? Yeah, tell us. Well, no, apparently they don't like each other. I don't like that bastard. And you know, yeah, you like him because you said you didn't like him. You like him, so mm-mm. right. And just there's certain situations, honey. So like like I'm a certain not look home. or something at the table and get quiet and awkward. Yeah, like what? What exactly. set you off, Gary? If your ex uh, bought in, uh, bought in your ex. Oh, well, it just depends. I mean, like, if you start even just serving them food here, let me get that glass for you. Uh-uh, let them get that glass down self. <laughs> no. So I have a problem, honey. Some people I mean, it's all, it's all, well, it's all men in the house. All the men, it's, it's three men. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody should get their own damn glass anyway. Get your right? own glass, honey. That's right, honey. So, uh-uh, but, but honey. Some but may be more nurturing than others. Well, you ain't going to be yeah, nurturing in my house. Two and a half men, actually. Oh, yeah, so. but 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 mm-hmm. if Terry if Terry asks Booty Eating James, do he want some grits? <laughs> That's a cut. Start putting butter on the other dude baked potatoes. <laughs> and everybody got to go to work at the same time, honey. Ain't nobody being left in the house with nobody. Everybody leave at seven. That's too many rules. Oh, too many. All the rules. You got trust issues. I sure do. We Lord, one house. night. Lord. Everybody got to go to work at the same Everybody time. Everybody at the same time. <laughs> nobody going at six, seven, or eight. We all going at six. <laughs> no, ma'am. Baby. All right, Jerry. It's my morning show. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, I, sir. That, that, there's a lot, right? So... Let me, let me just dive right into this and, and say that I, I need to recognize um, Angela Carr and Anno LeGreer Jr. and Gerald uh, Galleon, um, whose lives were taken in Jacksonville. And I, I, there's a lot that's been talked about this, but I want to come from a specific angle. And I keep hearing, Rick, talk of, people talk about this being a senseless crime. This is not a senseless crime. This crime actually makes a lot of sense. You ready? We live in America. Yeah. A country whose foundation is built on the lie that one group of people that took this land from multiple indigenous and sovereign nations already here are superior to every other human on earth, specifically humans of color. It's a part of every system we have, every law. It's deeply a part of an American culture and our and even our understated values. So why does this not make sense? Like, right. let, let's think about it. Lynching. <laughs> the, the Equal Justice Institute um, documented 
4,075 racial terror lynchings of African-Americans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia between 1877 and 1950. At least 800 more lynchings of black people in, in these states than previously reported prior to this. In 2017, they also added a supplement to that research that said that the states where these acts of violence were most common, check this out, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Maryland, Missouri, Ohio, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. Wow. That's not Texas. That's not Florida. That's not South Carolina. That's not North Carolina. Illinois, Indiana, for those of you who don't know, the modern home of the Klan, Kansas, Maryland, Missouri, Ohio, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. And part of this, Rick, really is as a result of Red Summer. If you don't know, again, mass institu- instances of violence against black people occurred in 1919 in about 26 states. You know why? Because black men came back from World War I, and they came back in droves having been treated better in Europe and other parts of the world than they had been in the United States. Also, over 500,000 African-Americans as part of the Great Migration left the South, coming to the North and the Midwest for jobs. Guess who didn't want them there? White folks, and specifically poor white folks. So there were, in, in, in 1919, it was called Red Summer because there were thousands of incidents of attacks against black people. Think about this, y'all. In, in, in 2000, that was probably the year that we started to see no recognized, organized, and in many cases, uniformed black men charged with protecting black communities. So you went from straight up church deacons that protected the area around the church, the Nation of Islam, the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. Hell, even the Guardian Angels were recognized groups of uniformed, primarily black and brown men that existed not only in in urban, but in rural places to make sure we were protected. And to your point, Rick, that you keep talking about since this killing in particular, is that you knew there were going to be repercussions if you came into our community and tried to terrorize it. When was the last time you saw that? In, in 2020, we saw the brothers from, from Atlanta, men and women actually from Atlanta, called the, the, the NFAC, the Not Effing Around Coalition. But we don't have mass groups of uniformed people saying that if you come into our community and you try to wreak havoc, you're going to get it. And the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense and the Nation of Islam, I think, are two of the organizations that we most are aware of because they understood the laws. They understood the law about guns, how you can carry, where you can carry. They trained in self-defense and protection, um, and they even created mechanisms. And I don't care what you think about them politically. They were uniform groups of people that when others were around, you knew you could not mess with us. Absolutely. But they weren't enough. well, th- but but they were there though, right? And so I'm saying we need more. We need about, more of that. It, yes, yes. And it shouldn't just be individual black gun owners that have to, to have to stand solo. We have got to support. I think those like NFAC in Atlanta, and there are others. I don't even know all the names of them. If you all know the names of organizations of reputable people of color that have come together to provide self-defense, I want you to share them with me at Jeff's Nation on IG. I want to make a list of them. I want to talk about them. 
I, if you are talking about organizing them and are really committed to it, let's talk about how we raise money to fund them. We have to start talking about organized groups of people that provide self-defense in our community. We have to start having conversation about sovereignty. If you haven't researched sovereignty, I don't have enough time to go into it, but we will research sovereignty and what it means for you and your family to be able to create land that is protected and has certain rights against actually the United States government. There are so many opportunities of things we have to talk about. There's actually a sovereign citizens movement, um, which is which is part of anti-government people. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm actually talking about us as a people beginning to create communities and understanding what sovereignty means. Um, our indigenous brothers and sisters understand it in a way um, that we don't. And I think that we need to explore it. I think we need to at least talk about it. Um, but if, if, if we, I think from a solution standpoint, Rick, yes, we got to talk about gun policy. Um, we got to talk about mental health, but they're going to lean on that all the time. We need communities that are willing to defend themselves. And I'm not talking about, because anytime we start being too pro-black, people start thinking we're anti-something. I'm not anti-anything. I'm not anti-white people. I'm actually not even anti-government. I'm pro-us. Pro-us defending ourselves, protecting our babies, allowing elderly people to live out a full life without having to be worried about bullets from anybody. I'm not just talking about white folks, white terrorists. I'm talking about how do we defend our communities against anything that is going to harm it. And so I, I just want us to think hey, about Jeff, that in a real way and you, celebrate you know the men and women that are already doing it. You know, what's crazy. It, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm, it's interesting that you say that they only they only do it to people, those cowards, those racist, white supremacist cowards. They only do it to people that they know they could do it to. And if you look at all the videos where uh, racist white men get really, really aggressive towards black women. But when a black man uh, step into the frame or whatever, they completely bag down. And, and 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 I'm telling you, man, I was watching the Nation of Islam. Uh, I, I'm not sure if there's a school, if they have a school in Chicago. But I'm telling you, man, I'm really thinking about uh, uh, my grandson uh, attending that school, man, because the way they had those little boys in formation and and stuff, man, and and uh, the thing that well, they're, 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 the fruit of, the fruit of Islam, the fruit of Islam and MGTs, both for men and women. Um, just have historical relevance in self-defense and defending themselves and protecting communities. But, but whether it's that, Rick, or whether it's, it's a school that you start, um, that, that you put resources into, that you use the people that you know um, to begin to build, to, to, to create something for our babies that they're just not getting. Um, it, it, we, we have to do it. And so, again, I, I want to celebrate and I want to learn more about the people who are already doing it. So share that information so we can talk about it. And let's begin to talk about it more deeply from a strategic place. Again, not because we, we ain't hating nobody. It's just not part of who we are. But I'll be damned if we continue to allow people to do it to us That's without right. consequence. Um, That's right. We, 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 we are not hateful people, but we've got to be a people that defend ourselves at all costs. Other communities do it, and nobody calls them haters. The Jewish community does it. The Korean communities do it. Other communities protect themselves, create mechanisms to protect themselves, and nobody says they're hating anybody else. The moment we do it, we're anti-somebody. Nah, let's not fall for that trap. We love us, and that that's is. how we got to move. 
All right, y'all. Y'all reach Jeff. More time, brother. Hit me at Jeff's Nation. Um, love y'all, man. Appreciate it so much, Rick. I'll talk to y'all on Thursday. What? Did you hear that poem right now? Yes, yes, I did. There's something. There's something go go through your. Everybody that's in the car. There's something go through your body when he said, "And I will keep you warm." Oh my God! Through the shadows of the night. Wait a minute, Brett. Let's go. Let's 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 elaborate on that thing. Let that thing sit on you for a minute. What did he say, Brett? I will keep you warm through the shadows of the night. Let me, let me what? Let me touch you with my arms. See, that's my, so that's my, so deep. My, my love. That's so deep. I mean, let me touch, touch you with my, my dreams. With my, my dreams. dreams. Wait, yeah. <sighs> let me touch you with my dreams. I will make it feel all right, and maybe through the year. God. But, but let me tell you how deep that is. They ain't no shadows at night. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In the moonlight, you got a shadow. Stop yeah. the music, Super Dave. Yeah. Just stop. It's anything that makes you un- and unnerving <sighs> in the night. Oh, my Keep God. Keep warm. Dave, can you just... Don't even start at that point. Go with it to when he said, Come to me, girl. <laughs> I, I, I need, and then, and I will keep you... Go back yes. to that if you can. What part back was that song? We're not doing a damn thing else. We're we going we gonna to do this two more times on this show. That got me in my feelings this morning. We never felt nothing. Oh, they don't make them like what? this no more. They don't. They don't, for real. They don't. Damn. You see how he... I, don't want I need a Tylenol. My damn head hurts. Yeah. <laughs> can, can, we, can we play a little bit of Can You Feel It? From the Jackson. No, 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 no. Just keep it what we got. <laughs> we you want to change the mood. Rock, rock out. I'm ready to get what we need rock, to be. Rock, rock, follow us. Huh? Follow yeah. us. Let's go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, come on. Oh, no, no, go back, go back to girl. Go back to girl. Hold on. Oh, yeah. No, they, no, they, they. Go back to it. Come. And when he said, come, when, she, when he begging, he said, come to me, girl. And that's set, that's the setup. That's the setup. That's the build up. To, Before I, I will keep, keep you warm. That's like you standing there, and then when he said that part, it's like you just fall on a fluffy damn bed or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, come on, Dave. You, you got it, today. You can talk to us on on air. We don't mind. He's trying to find. He got the big ass computer right there. He got, <laughs> he got a roll of tape back. He got, he got a cassette tape playing in there. The real, the real. He got that pencil in there trying to turn that the tape. Machine. Back. <laughs> he mad. When I tell y'all, that's one. That's one of the greatest uh, uh, moments in a song I have ever heard. I, I swear. Hell no. That's the end of it. Go back, Dave. Go Damn. back. Rewind. Fire, David. Oh you you went forward. Super Dave everything. <laughs> You supposed uh-huh, to be super. Uh-huh. Ain't that super? Man, just play some Jacquees. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you lost your super R&B. Hey, I'm, can we feel it? Michael Jackson and Jacquees. Ah! No, no that's not what no. we said. Oh, my God. We want to go back to, to, to that part, Dave. Just ain't no rewind button. For the listeners. For the oh, listeners. it ain't. Is what? Wow. And he said, ain't no rewind button. Oh, it ain't? It's only a start over. Yeah, it's like an eight here track. Go. Here go, here go. Here go. Turn up, turn up. Here, turn up. Loud, loud. Hear me. Come to me. And I will keep you warm. Through the shadows of the night. Let me touch you with my love. I can make you feel so right. 
can do the rest of the show. I'm going home. That, that's what that, 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 that blessed me. That thing blessed me right there, boy. To feel that way about somebody, man. I swear, man. We a real love to yes. feel that way about another person. Yeah. Man, damn, that's so deep. And I, I, me and my friend Marcelina used to drive around. She had a PT cruise. And we used to listen to that damn song. I, would, I had that damn thriller, that thriller CD. Uh, uh, and we would listen to that part over. And I don't know what it was. And that's what it was about that song. I love that damn song right there. To feel that way about another human being. God, you put her here for me. What, Brett? Talk to me. Uh-uh, because I'm too emo right now. I'm, I'm like messing around and cry, boy. It's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm, I'm missing Michael Jackson. One, first I miss Michael Jackson because oh, yeah. I entirely love him. He tattooed on my full leg. Really? I just, I just miss him, yeah. And then it made me think of my, my wife. Like, she loved me so good and so so deep like it's so beyond love it's like mental and i learned so much from her so yeah and my, I, I got a son i'm just so grateful for everything you know so I, uh-uh i'm super emo i can't do this today with michael jackson oh were you up in the same maria Oh, no. Uh, the guy who wrote that song, his name is Rod Temperton, and he wrote a lot of records for uh, Michael Jackson and, and a lot of other artists. Yeah. He's shout out to, shout yeah. out to you, sir. Whoever he is, shout out to him. He, he, he was part of Heat Wave. Damn. Yeah. Was he? What did, what yeah. he said, what he said, bro? He said, I will keep you warm. Through the shadows of the Through night. Through the shadows of the damn night. Let me touch you with my love. There are songs that sound good and then songs that feel good. That song feels like love. If you want to know what love oh feels like, yes. that song feels like love. Even when you old and gray. Yeah, man. Oh. <laughs> he said that the shadows of the night, that's when dirty clothes on the dresser and it looked like a casket with flowers on it. And your ass stared. That's a bad boy. Oh, my God. Yes, Kiki. Oh. oh my God! I know Fat Tasha in the car crying. Let's go to the <laughs> phone right now, Fat Tasha. Oh. <laughs> I know oh. how you feel, Fat Tasha. Play it, play it, play it, David. Fat Tasha. Fat Tasha, why, why, what, so what, is, what is it about this song that it got all us in our feelings? My Fat Tasha, what is it about this song that got you in your feelings right now? Like, when I hear that song, it made me think about anybody who delivered by food. The love on their face. They, <laughs> my point. I be looking at him full up in my yard, and I'm like, come to me. <laughs> oh, I will keep you warm. <laughs> Sing it, Fantasia, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Fantasia, Fantasia. Kiki quiet. Kiki must have tears on her eye. I know this told Kiki up. Look at that. This girl act a fool in this PT cruiser with you. She's so silly. You know what love is, then. Yes, I do. Kiki, no thought. I'm just crying. It's his birthday. Ricky, I played that song. 
underwater. Natasha, Natasha, look at <laughs> Kiki. Look in the glove compartment and and, and hand fat Tasha some of them Wendy's napkins. <laughs> Reach out now and get us some of them uh some of them win a couple of them brown windish napkins and stuff. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get it. Thank you. Here, here girl. Stop all that crying. Let it out. Let it out, Fat Tasha. Don't hold it. The therapist was on with us this morning. Let it out, Fat Tasha. Let it out. We got all morning. She blowing her nose and tearing off. Fat Tasha, let it out, Fat Tasha. <laughs> Day. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. I've got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Tropical storm Idalia is expected to intensify to a Category 3 hurricane over the coming hours before making way to Florida on Wednesday morning near the coast stretching from Tampa to just south of Tallahassee. This storm is expected to dump about four to eight inches of rain. Uh, In other news, uh, our travel could be very different. New York to London in 90 minutes, it could be possible. NASA is exploring the potential of a supersonic passenger jet, which could theoretically travel at four times the speed of light. I'm Maria Moore in those. Yeah, that's going to be real fast. Yeah, so really going to change travel. We'll see how that works out and if anybody books any tickets. I'm Maria Moore, and those are a few stories we're following today at rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Well, one of the stars of the World Track and Field Championships, uh, USA sprinter Noah Lyles, fastest man in the world, got the gold in 100 meters, got the gold in the 200 meters. He anchored the 4 by 100 meter relay and got the gold in that as well. The whole world was loving this dude. And then he opened his mouth and said this. The thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? The United States? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> Boy, the NBA uh, players lit him up and everybody else. What did they say? <laughs> Boy, they was, I mean, he went from hero kind of to zero just in a hot second after that interview. Man, I mean, I, I guess I can understand the technical side of what he's trying to say. Well, they ain't like nobody in the NBA playing Russia. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of players from other countries that play in the NBA. I don't care. They ain't the word that the United States champion. I don't give a damn what he's right. <laughs> I mean, the Olympics Michael. technically is, you know, you're the world Michael, champion. Michael Jordan and them didn't play Kenya. Shut up. He's right. They didn't play him to the Olympics. So yeah, yeah, he technically yeah. got a point, but you can't say that, man. Yeah, I didn't see the Orlando uh, the Orlando Magic play Colombia. Shut up. He's right. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and in this hat. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. I ain't never seen the Lakers play Iceland. Shut up. Maria, good morning. 
Learn more about food allergies and the Elijah Olive Foundation on the Black Health 365 podcast. Go to UrbanOnePodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Brett. Good when morning, the, Maria. When, Good the Atlanta, morning, when the Atlanta House play Afghanistan, call me. What up, Brett? <laughs> what up, Ricky? So R&B singer uh, Michelle A. had an incident at a recent concert in Los Angeles, and her fans were kind of upset. Uh, she, <laughs> she was set to perform on stage, but she appeared to be disoriented. And in the video, you see Michelle A. struggling with her blouse. And then when it was time for her to sing, she began with this bizarre, like, twerk-like uh, dance, which fans, which had fans confused. Now, many who watched the video are suggesting that the singer appeared to be high on some type of narcotic. The video has now gone viral with over 2 million views, and fans are asking her family to check What would have been viral with the Phoenix Suns play Israel? <laughs> Come on, bro. Stupid, stupid. Well, y'all, the Real Housewives of uh, Atlanta finale detailed Drew Sidora and Ralph Pittman filing docs to end their marriage uh, before one of their cousins had a shady hot mic moment. Mm. And that moment was, she said, now we see why she was pushing so hard for that adoption because she was like, adopt this child so I can go be with my gay lover relationship and pay the bills. She alleged uh, a relative of hashtag Real Housewife of Atlanta star. And as uh, season 15 of the Bravo show came to a close, uh, but before the credits rolled, producers showed the aftermath of Drew Sador and Ralph Pittman filing for divorce. As previously reported, Reported. The two both filed on the same day within 61 minutes of each other, and they'll face off at the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion over allegations of infidelity on both sides. Ahead of that, the dissolution of the couple's marriage was shown, including Ralph siding uh, with his long-lost cousin, Courtney Rhodes, who finally fessed up to calling his wife Drew a B. Uh, Drew wanted her husband to uh, have her back when it came to the jewelry designer, but Ralph wasn't having it. Drama, drama, drama. So, uh, that reunion is coming up. Is it next week, Gary? It's coming up Sunday. So, oh, it's coming up Sunday, so it's supposed to be really juicy and really good. Uh, we gonna keep all of them in our prayers because it's kind of wild, and I don't like to see nobody get divorced, so. And it's two sides to every story. We just gonna um, hope for the best for the both of them. Maybe they can work it out maybe they can't all right y'all we're gonna wrap up the hospital we on that note right here okay oh yeah this uh, same is being bought by the miami heat versus japan i'll <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> get out tuesday with your net of spring up next y'all it's the ricky smiley morning show it's talk it out tuesday, tuesday. with licensed professional counselor unetta spring it is about that time we got the one and only licensed professional counselor, Yonetta Spring, uh, with us this morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. How y'all doing this morning? Oh, we doing good. Happy, happy to have you this morning. And I know uh, you was going to be doing a topic talking about grief. You know, the importance of seeing, of getting help right after experiencing a crisis or mass violence. And we just happy to have you on this morning to talk about that because a lot of people are going through stuff. Yeah, yeah. Every time we turn around, something is happening. And, you know, we're witnessing and taking in a lot of grief and experiencing a lot of mass violence and shooting and stuff like that. So my heart goes out to everybody who is experiencing experiencing this. One thing I just wanted to, to kind of bring forward and stress is that 
it's really important to get help sooner than later. Oftentimes when we experience things like this, we're we're in a state of shock. You know, we may not know whether we're coming or going and we feel like I'm just gonna wait and see if things get better. But that could be really harmful when we look at our brain and how we process information. So the reason why it's not really recommended that we wait is because, you know, our brain is, is malleable. So when I say malleable, I mean, it's, it's um, there's something we have called neuroplasticity. Our brain kind of can stretch and move and, and kind of heal around certain situations. And we want to make sure as our brain is healing, that it's healing in an adaptive way and it's healing in a healthy way, right? So even when we experience something stressful and tragic, there is still an adaptive way that we can um, experience that, like knowing that we are safe. And um, when we experience something um, extremely stressful, there are parts of our brain that go offline. Right. So have y'all ever experienced something and, and you're like uh, in shock, like, oh, my God, what just happened? And then someone has to tell you what happened. And you're like, I don't even remember that part of the situation. Yeah. Uh, but but I, I think I think what I've done was with my trauma. Mm-hmm. What happens mm-hmm. when you just kind of you know, it's there, you know, it happened. You just kind of block it out of your head and keep moving because the bills don't stop coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have a, a system in our in our body that, that kind of helps us do that. And it's a way that we survive, right? So there is, there's a part of your brain that's like right in the center of your brain. It's called the corpus callosum. Y'all bear with me, okay? And this connects the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere of the brain. It allows them to communicate, right? When we experience the trauma, that part of our brain goes offline, right? So we may detach from our emotions so that we can kind of still function, do the day-to-day things. But the, the issue with that is in order to like fully process and metabolize the situation, our whole brain needs to be kind of communicating. So this is how trauma develops. So acute stress is usually something that happens like within the first six months of the incident. And if you address something in the first six months of the incident, you are less likely to develop post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. Oh, so, so that means I'm probably gonna have it. Uh, cause I, I just won't. I just won't deal mm-hmm. with it. I just like. I, I don't know. Like something is definitely wrong here. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is not normal. Just moving on, and then sometimes you feel guilty for moving on. And um, yeah. yeah, and it's like, and it's like you know it's coming because that time is coming back around the corner. And the issue that I'm having, I'm dreading that that time coming back around the corner and it's like a buildup because you know mm-hmm. what happened and you feel like it's going to happen again mm-hmm. even though it already yeah. happened right right because those parts of your brain get shut offline and you don't have access to like the time and space orientation so we don't move on from grief like we move through it so i think sometimes even the language around moving on causes us to feel like we're, we're leaving our loved one behind or we're moving on from them or we're forgetting about them. But grief is a process that you constantly move through. And I think when we can learn and understand how to regulate our nervous system and how to calm and how to stabilize, it gives us that ability to move through. Sometimes we don't want to deal with things because we feel like it's going to be so overwhelming that I won't be able to take it. But through EMDR and various other skills, we can we can implement things to make it less heavy for you, right? So that you're not carrying the weight of all of that grief. So there's so many things that we could do to help you stabilize, to move through it, but we never move on. 
from, you know, some when we lose somebody we love. Wow. Wow, that's good right there. Hey, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, if anybody want to reach you, uh, especially if they're going through grief or anything, let them know how they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me um, on social at all social platforms at Yonetta Spring. You can check out my website, YonettaSpring.com. And if you're looking for a therapist in your area, you can go to GroundbreakersTherapy.com and find a therapist that is located in your area to help you navigate grief. Daddy, hey, Nutter, thank you so much for that. That was some good insight today and uh, definitely needed. We need to be talking about that more because, you know, holidays coming up and uh, especially people that have lost loved ones during the holidays. The holidays are not the same. So, uh, yeah, we got to get into that where we can just kind of keep people going. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's no problem at all. And, Ricky, you know, I'm always open to doing some some stabilizing. We can do some of that work together, you know, just to really help with tools and things to help stabilize and get through moments like this so that you're not overwhelmed. So, mm-hmm. And I definitely appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Show your love for you. Another spring. Another spring. <laughs>